Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood with Mike Tom. Today's guest has a goal to bring encouragement to the ones who love. She says one of the last instructions that Jesus gave to his followers was that we are all called to be known by our love. She says in order to do this, we need to rise up as sons and daughters of the King and be fully convinced of our identity, worth, and value. Now, this took some time for our guest today. Her name is Amy Hayward. She's originally from Winnipeg, Manitoba, now living in Redding, California, but she has now found her value, and she's using that experience to help others. She has her own ministry called Speak Beloved as well as a podcast today on Connection. She'll share her own personal journey, and she'll share how we can use God's words to expose who He wants us to be and to explore how we can apply it in our lives today. We'll hear that and so much more today on Connections. We're joined today by Amy Hayward. She's a speaker, an author, a podcaster, and a blogger with a ministry called Speak Beloved. You started off in Winnipeg, but are now somehow in California. (laughs) Yes, it is true. I grew up in Winnipeg. I love Winnipeg. I was born and raised there and fell in love with church there. And I actually worked with a ministry that was born in Winnipeg as well. Some of your listeners will remember Hear the Music Night and Hear the Music Ministries with John Buller. I was the events manager for them for about 17 years. And so I got my start in ministry after high school, working with John and running events. We would have 1,500 people down at the old Walker Theater worshiping Jesus and giving him praise. So some of my best memories in ministry are based there in Winnipeg. And Oh, sorry. What was that like for you to see those so many people from across a city and different churches come together though, and and put everything aside and, and join together in worship? Yeah, it's, that's something beautiful in itself. That's worship to the Lord is for people to surrender their differences and come together in unity around the name of Jesus There's a lot we can disagree and divide on, but when we come together around his name, he gets the glory. And so that's something that is really needed, especially today. And I think the Lord just loves to see that, to see his kids gather together. So tell us a little bit then from John Buller and here's the music night events. What happened from there with you? Yeah, so John and I moved out to the West Coast in 2006, 2007, and had been called by the Lord to go out there in Vernon, BC. And at that time, we were both kind of balancing ministry as well as some other work. And here the music was still alive and growing. And for myself, I had always been the one backstage supporting the artists encouraging the creative ones the Levites to go out front and use their voices and the Lord had done some incredible healing work in my own life and was starting to show me that my voice matters too you know I think a lot of people believe that it's only a select few out front that are valued and heard from And in my own story, I had always been told that my voice didn't matter. But as the Lord brought some inner healing to me, he showed me that he really values my voice and started to give me visions for my own life and calling 
to step out front and to take the microphone and share the encouragement and the freedom that he had brought to me. And my name, Amy, means beloved. And one of the healings that the Lord did for me was showed me that I really am his beloved and that he values my voice and I am his beloved. And so he was calling me to come up front and to preach and to share the healing that he had given me. And so I, while we were still doing Hear the Music, I went through Bible school online and because I wanted to know his word, if I was going to share it with other people. And over the past couple of years, I've just been pressing into that a bit more and taking risks and starting to use my voice. And it started as a blog on my website, Speak Beloved, and has grown over the past couple of years into podcast and e-courses and all kinds of things. And I've gotten to do a lot more preaching and teaching and the shift last year for me down to California, you know, with when COVID hit, we all had to pivot and make some adjustments in life. And for me, that looked like taking another risk and saying, okay, we can't do events right now we can't gather as a church and for me that meant no longer having a job and so I took that opportunity to come down here to California and to step into again using my voice and being brave and taking risks and so I'm in a ministry school right now and getting to see a lot of fruit from using my own voice so that's been really fun. Tell us a little bit more about that transformation, because there is a whole story. You have this very interesting story of how you got to this point. Yeah, I, you know, I grew up in the church and in a great family, but there was also some brokenness. And I had always been told that Jesus loves me and that my name meant beloved I knew that, but it didn't match up with my circumstances. I never actually felt loved. And I had been shown over and over that nobody cared to hear what I had to say. And so I just, I learned to make myself really small. You know, I, I would put myself behind the scenes every chance I had. And when I was really, really young, I just had so much fear. I couldn't speak to other people. I was afraid to use my voice. And about 10 years ago, I went through a really dark season where just rejection had been my closest friend. It was the thing I knew best. And what I expected in every situation was to be rejected. And because of that, I was sort of constantly afraid of rejection. You know, when we talk about rejection, it's not actually the rejection itself that's the worst thing. It's the fear of being rejected constantly that steals so much from us. And so about 10 years ago, I'd gotten to the place where I was completely alone. I had been rejected by everyone. Everyone had walked away. And I found myself alone with the Lord and I was depressed 
and anxious and fearful and having a lot of suicidal thoughts. And it was in that place that the Lord met me. He's not afraid of the dark places in our lives. He comes to meet us exactly where we're at. And what happened is that day that I was about to kill myself, the Lord came into the room and he showed me that everything that I feared had already happened. And so there was nothing left to be afraid of that I had reached that place and I was still alive. I was hurt for sure. There was a lot of pain, but he was with me in it. And with fear removed, he said, now we get to dream together. There's nothing left to be afraid of. And so I went through a period of about six months, I'd say, with the Lord of being removed from community and walking through inner healing together with um, a counselor and, and I was on medication for, for a time and he just brought such complete transformation in my life and showed me what a privilege it is to, to walk in forgiveness with the people who had hurt me that by the time I came to that end of that period and started to reenter community I was so full of love that fear was not even on my radar anymore. And so for me, that kind of transformation and healing is so needed in the church today. And Christians are called to be the most free people on the planet. And it says in John thirteen thirty five, one of the last things Jesus said is that we should be known by our love for each other. Mm-hmm. That that's how the world will know who he is. And so my heart is just to see the church completely free and walking in that freedom. That's just a billboard to the world of the glory of God. As you were talking i was thinking of first john 4 18 there's no fear in love but perfect love drives out fear as well right that's mm-hmm. really one of the things i heard too is yeah that love of jesus in your life has just worked wonders for you mm-hmm. yeah he's so faithful what do you say um yeah maybe to people i think your story is very familiar to a lot of people right and there's people struggling out there and and feel like giving up just yeah what's that one thing you would say to people Mm. yeah I would just say that he's so faithful it's his it's his job and it's actually his desire and his delight to be our rescuer you know for the joy set before him he endured the cross and that joy was you you were the joy that was set before him. And so it's his pleasure to come and to bring you that transformation that you need and that breakthrough. I, um, if I could just share another short testimony here, I, uh, I've had tinnitus in my ears um, since I was a kid. I had an injury to my ear. It's that some people get like a loud ringing noise. And for me, I've always had this, it's kind of like a waterfall noise in my ears. And it is really challenging. It's not a painful issue, but it 
is very chaotic because you never just get to a place of peace in your mind. Even when everything's quiet, you still have a noise that you can't turn off. And it also distorts your own voice. Like when you're on an airplane and your ears are a bit plugged, you can't hear how loud you are and it can be very frustrating. And so I've had this for 25 years and you just kind of get used to it. The doctors tell you that they can't help you. You just need to figure it out. Hmm. And this is part of my own story as well of never quite knowing my own voice. And so it's held me back from speaking out because my voice is distorted. And when I had gone through that depression, one of the things the Lord told me is that he wanted to heal that, that injury so that I could hear clearly, so that I could speak clearly. And I had a lot of hope when he told me that. And I started to pursue healing and ask for prayer and was excited about seeing that breakthrough. But it's been 10 years of waiting for that. And I've carried that promise and that hope. And I've learned how to contend for it without giving in to the circumstances. If the Lord gives you a word about something, about a breakthrough, about a promise that he wants to impart to you, it's not your job to make it happen. The only thing you need to do is agree with it and trust his character. And then he does the rest and you trust his timing, but you keep agreeing with it in your life. And so for 10 years, I've been agreeing with this promise for healing and for peace in my head. And just last week, I was out doing ministry and with a team here speaking and, and we were seeing all kinds of incredible healings. And I was able to celebrate the healings that God was doing for other people. He healed someone's leg. I would celebrate that. Someone else got victory and breakthrough. I would celebrate it. And one night as a team, we were just driving through Seattle, just being silly and having fun together. And the Lord opened my ears Wow. Very suddenly and very completely, my ears were fully healed and I could hear clearly for the first time in 25 years. <laughs> it's incredible. He's so good. He's so faithful to his promises. And I just love that I did nothing to make it happen. It was not about me at all. I was just agreeing with it in my heart and centered in his joy and then his timing and everything worked out and he he brought it to fulfillment so that's so I would amazing. say trust his promises trust his character he's better than you think something really amazing happens when you're struggling in life um you know spiritually or other areas of life you're struggling but you're able to celebrate with others still when they are having good things happen to them right like mm -hmm. i imagine maybe at first it wasn't easy you sit there and watch people get healing and you're not but you've shifted you shifted right and you're able to just yeah enjoy that with others and that's really powerful like god does something in our hearts i think when that happens mm -hmm. it's that that sacrifice of worship that costs you something in your spirit to not get it, but celebrate someone else. But it's like um, David in the Old Testament says, I think it's mm, first or second Samuel 24. 
He says, I will not offer to the Lord that which costs me nothing. Mm -hmm. So offering a costly sacrifice of worship is something that's beautiful to the Lord. Now that you've had the opportunity to speak and for you to be the one sharing the word, how amazing has that been for you? It's amazing. I constantly think of myself as a, I don't know, seven or eight year old who would have been terrified if she knew that's what she would be doing one day. (laughs) But again, it's when, when you step into your calling, it's the easiest thing in some ways, because how could I not tell people about this Jesus? How can I not share what he's done for me? And I, I don't have any stage fright. I don't, I don't get um, anxious or fearful when I'm about to speak somewhere. And that is just a testimony in itself of the fullness of redemption from a kid who could not tell the waitress what drink she wanted (laughs) to somebody speaking on a stage to many people about the love of God. So it's a beautiful thing and it's an honor and a privilege as well, because when When you have a microphone or a platform at all, you have influence over people's lives. And so I want to be, I want to steward that well and continue learning and growing and, and being accountable to leaders as well. Speaking of that platform for people who want to learn more about Speak Beloved and everything else that you're doing, including um, some of the the e-courses that you're offering, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, thanks, Colleen. I I have a website at speakbeloved.com. And to me that I chose the name because God is always speaking and, and we are his beloved. And so speakbeloved.com is where you can find more information about me. And I have a podcast as well called Speak Beloved. And I have an e-course that I just released that I'm really excited about called Dreaming with God. And it's a biblically based dream interpretation course and we've just seen a lot of people seeing fruit from that hearing God through the night and getting direction for their lives and then I also just released a a clothing line (laughs) Um, these shirts and sweaters that just really simply say beloved on them uh, for people to just walk in agreement with their identity as the beloved of God and so you can pick up a few of those as well. And then I'm, I hang out on Instagram more often. So if you want to connect one-on-one, I'd love to see you on Instagram. Again, I'm at Speak Beloved. Thank you so much for joining us today, Amy. Thank you. This was so fun. Hello, Winnipeg. I love you and miss you all. Thank you so much for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.